on FanDuel. This is all brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Usually you hear us, Black and Abdallah weeknight, 6 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. We're hanging out with you today, talking football. We're watching football. The 49ers and the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. And Abdallah, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, before we get to the AFC game and we start previewing Burrow and Mahomes, if I, if I was just sitting at home and not talking during the game and just sitting there with my thoughts, mm-hmm. as someone who bet on the Eagles today, Minus the two and a half. At this very moment, with the backup of the backup of the backup backup in the game mm-hmm. for the 49ers, Josh Johnson is in there for San Francisco. Brock Purdy left in the opening drive with an elbow injury. I would start to feel nervous because it feels like the 49ers have momentum. Mm-hmm. Their defense is playing well. They almost just blocked a punt in the end zone. Uh, so San Francisco is taking over uh, the football at around midfield uh, for their next possession here early in the second quarter. This feels like everything is in favor of San Francisco, except they have their backup quarterback in at the moment, mm-hmm. Josh Johnson and not Brock Purdy. Well, it, would would you be feeling the same way? I, I would I would start to get nervous at this point. Well, what's ner- what's nervous for me, is, what's making me nervous is that the Eagles were only able to score because a fourth down conversion on fourth and three and what should not have been a catch, what should have been challenged, not a catch, wasn't challenged. They end up scoring a touchdown on that drive. And after that, three straight punts now so far. And the 49ers defense, Nick Bosa back in the game, and they've been able to keep this a close game. That's the problem. Uh, so now you've got an Eagles team that hasn't been able to do anything. Now they were deep in their own territory. There was almost a safety. Jalen Hurts almost barely got out of the end zone to keep that a, to keep them from scoring that safety. So now you've got a situation where all these teams, both of these teams, you've got the fumble, and then so these last few drives, three plays punt for the Eagles, three plays punt for the 49ers, four plays punt for the Eagles, five plays punt for the 49ers, three plays punt for the Eagles. I mean, this is not what I would have expected the Eagles to be able to do. I don't think they're throwing the ball down. I mean, field enough and testing the secondary of the 49ers, which I thought they'd be able to take advantage of. Now we are only in the second quarter, about five minutes into the second quarter. So there should be some time here. There was some thoughts that Brock Purdy might have gone in, but Brock Purdy is now wearing that big oversized jacket that I wish I had for this coming week up here in Chicago. I'm giving you Purdy watch, man. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you're really doing any help to the listener because you're just saying that he's wearing different items of clothing on the sidelines. You're not actually giving any intel on well, the injury. He's, he might be. Every time... <laughs> Every time, basically... <laughs> Tyler, is he actually giving us any intel to, no, to help us No decide? intel at all. Time, I did see he was warming up yes, with Josh Johnson. That's what I was about to say. But then he doesn't go in. He's yeah. warming up. Every time the, the series ends for the Eagles, he starts to warm up and then puts that big coat back on. Like, there's almost, like, every time he's like, well, let's see, how, how's it now? Nope, not good enough yet, and puts, puts the coat back on. So... I'm giving you hardcore. Sure. As, as those of us You're that have us Brock Purdy prop bets, all right, we are trying to make sure we are cashing these prop bets. Well, if you're about the vibes, right, like about 30 minutes ago, we, we told you that, like, the money line for the 49ers was at what? Plus almost 400. Yeah. And uh, the spread was at, like, 11, right? Mm-hmm. Getting uh, getting those points. If you were uh, live game betting the, the 49ers, if you still believed in them. And now that has dropped to the moment. Uh, the line is seven and a half, 
And the money line is at 290 for San Francisco to win outright. And like we said, the, the, the vibes feel very momentum towards the 49ers at this moment as they're driving. And if you're looking at the last two plays uh, of this drive, uh, short pass to McCaffrey, good for Tyler, and McCaffrey run, uh, good for me. So this is a this is Christian McCaffrey's game here. This is short passes by Josh Johnson to Christian McCaffrey over the middle, like we talked about uh, in the pregame, how I said the Eagles were one of the weaker teams covering the middle of the field. That's exactly what the 49ers are doing. They are trying to attack the middle of the field here. And if anybody is going to adapt to a close game like this, it is going to be Kyle Shanahan to continue to find a way to try to dink and dunk down the field and eventually get in, whether it's field goals and they catch up or scoring a touchdown. But right now, the 49ers are moving the ball on the Eagles as as it's now about nine minutes left. They just uh, first down for the 49ers, about nine minutes left in the second quarter. You know, the uh, Twitches are reminding me, you are the uh, station hot cop. So maybe, maybe it is your job to let us know what Brock Purdy is wearing on the sideline. Well, it makes a difference. If he's got that big jacket on and his helmet on, there's a chance he's staying warm. He's got his helmet on, so he's got the, the he's got the earpiece in. So he's getting ready, man. Right now, still got the jacket on as we look at. Still got that parka on. Still sure. got the helmet on. Okay. The gloves still on as well. Look, if he was done for the day, helmet off, gloves off, maybe even pads off after halftime. You want to know how stupid our show is? A little behind the scenes. Uh, getting ready for today's show. I removed this song off of my sound page nope. because I thought to myself, it it's not relevant today. We're talking football. We're talking gambling. We're, you know, like there's other things to, to talk about. And of course, I so I put it back on the screen. So I thought to myself, you know what? Sometimes things just come out of the blue. You got to know, man. <laughs> yes, you got to know. know. Yes. You got to right. know. All right, Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Want to bet with Black and Abdallah? It's brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Sign up and play in-game betting with us. And then also at 5.30, the AFC Championship game, Cincinnati at Kansas City. Uh, we have uh, two and a half hours left of today's show. We will take you up to kickoff of the Bengals and the Chiefs. And a great matchup between two wonderful quarterbacks. Uh, I have been saying for most of this football season, Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in all of football, and Patrick Mahomes is number one. And I think when the conversation about uh, quarterbacks and comparisons to previous eras, I, I feel as if Mahomes has already entered that elite class of some of the all-time great quarterbacks we've seen throughout the history of the NFL. And Joe Burrow today has an opportunity to start to inch a little closer. I'm not going to put Burrow ahead of Mahomes, but things like what we saw Mahomes uh, Burrow do last year in the AFC Championship game and the run that they've been on at the end of this season allows us to enter into that conversation, Burrow and Mahomes, later on this afternoon. Yeah, I think when we talk about top quarterbacks in the NFL, we always go, all right, well, Mahomes is number one. That's easy. Just, just sharpie that in there that Mahomes is number one. And after that, you're like, okay, well, now we start to argue top five. And I think Joe Burrow, you were on this from last year. Joe Burrow is the second-best quarterback in the NFL, and you've got a matchup today of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. And that's exactly what we're going to see later on today. Yes, we are. And, and that's where we see uh, with this matchup. Here's Andy Reid earlier this week discussing how the defense needs to step up with Mahomes hurt. Yeah, you know, Sharon, I thought, I thought uh, in the game, if that's any indicator, right, in the last game, I thought everybody picked their game up. 
did a nice job with that. And so the guys aren't, you know, they don't talk about that, but I mean, I think they're, everybody, you know, it was, uh, it was impressive to see everybody lift their game up and, and do that. So I'd imagine the same things happen. So there's Andy Reid. Very excited for today's matchup, Andy Reid. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on throwing on the move with his ankle injury. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously I feel like I can still do a lot of things, um, but uh, it's gonna, we'll, we'll see as we get closer and closer, and we'll see during the game. I mean, um, you, can't, you can't fully do exactly what you're going to be in those moments in the game, but uh, all I can do is prepare myself the best way possible, and then when we get in the game, you hope adrenaline kind of takes over and you can make those throws when you need to. And, and so when we look at uh, Kansas City, uh, what, one thing that stands out to me is I, I think people continue to look at the Chiefs as a team that should be blowing teams out, yet when we look at it, they continue to win. It just feels a bit closer than what – uh, maybe Vegas or experts have thought throughout the season, and maybe that's why there's a lot of people backing Cincinnati today. Well, it's the question of their defense, right? The past few years, it's like, well, they can't stop anybody. But it seems like there's something in the playoffs that this defense puts it together at the right time, right? They generate a pass rush. They're able to cover receivers. For some reason, this team just turns it on when they're supposed to. Right, They almost look bored out there, especially Patrick Mahomes. Looks bored out there at sometimes. Now, he can't do that today against the, the you know, these are the top two defense, or offenses in the NFL. And, and Joe Burrows continue to prove with Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and all these guys that they can put up the points. And their defense showed up against the Bills. Like, they, they generated a recipe to stop the Bills, and that defense showed up. So you've got two good defenses, two solid defenses. A lot of people are on the over in this game. They think a lot of, oh, Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow, ton of points in this game. But I would tell you this, that the Sharps are on the under in this game because they know that these defenses, look what they did to the Bills, look what the, the, the Bengals did to the Bills last week, and the Chiefs have been able to show up in key moments here on, on defense. So I would say be cautious with the over in this game because the defenses do know how to play. And then also we don't know the full health of Patrick Mahomes. Obviously he's practiced. You know, he can walk to and from the podium. Everybody's been seeing that without a limp. But as far as in the game, how is he going to feel after he get, gets hurt? Is he going to be able to scramble? That's still up for question until they start this game. Zach Taylor, head coach for the Bengals, talked about the offensive line uh, this week. I feel good. They've prepared all season. Uh, Frank's done a great job making sure everybody stays ready. Um, he continues to do that with everybody that's on, on the roster there. And so it's, it's for times like these when you're going to have to pull from your depth. And, and so far, those guys have stepped up the challenge. And Joe Burrow is expecting to win. We're in this game back-to-back years, and I think if, if you would have told people that we were going to be in this spot a couple of years ago, I think people would say we were crazy. But you know, we trusted the process and trusted the organization and the front office and put together a great team and, and great people and got us to this point. It's kind of surreal to think that you've only played two full NFL seasons, both when you reached the NFC title game. No, I wouldn't say it's surreal. I would say that's, you know, winning is expected. So there's Joe Burrow this week as we preview the AFC Championship game, Kansas City and Cincinnati, Abdallah. The uh, Bengals this season against the spread, they're 13-5. and five. They're the second best team in the NFL against the spread this season. Kansas City was 29th. Uh, they went 6-11-1 against the spread. And how about this? Since the start of last season, uh, Cincinnati is the best team against the spread for the last two years combined. They have gone 27-12 and in the last two seasons in the NFL. I think people continue to doubt what Burrow and the offense can get done, and it seems like in big spots 
there is uh, there's calmness, right? There's an ability to exceed and, and to excel for the Cincinnati Bengals, and it should be a great matchup at Arrowhead earlier uh, later on this afternoon. Yeah, thirteen and five is cool, Chris. But how about twenty one and five in their last twenty six games? Like they are just a cover machine. Both these teams yeah. have been cover machines so far uh, in the playoffs. Joe Burrow five and one against the spread in his playoff career. They just continue to get it done. And, and everything we've seen about this spread, it opens up as the Chiefs a two and a half point favorite. Then it goes to the Bengals. Then we get news about the ankle of Joe uh, of Patrick Mahomes. It goes all the way to the Bengals being a point favorite in this game. Then people see Patrick Mahomes walk up some steps into the podium, and the the Chiefs become a favorite again. And right now, they are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. This game is pretty much settled. The Chiefs are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite as we are about uh, 2.15, 2 hours and 15 minutes away from kickoff of this game. Black and Abdallah, it's Want to Bet with Black and Abdallah, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We have a touchdown in the NFC Championship game. We'll tell you the score and who scored it coming up next. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, prepping for the NFL championship games and keeping you company during the games. Brought to you by FanDuel and Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Abdallah on a Sunday talking football with you. Want to bet? It's brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're on until 5.30, taking you uh, up to the kickoff of the Bengals and the Chiefs, the AFC Championship game, and we're keeping our eyes on the NFC. 7-7 is the score with five minutes left in the second quarter. San Francisco went on a six-play, 46-yard drive that took two minutes and 46 seconds. It ended with a Christian McCaffrey run on the right end for 23 yards. He broke multiple tackles to get to the end zone. I don't know if you call those tackles. 7-7. Seven, seven. attempted body checks. Eagles, Niners, tied at 7. Philadelphia with the ball right now, driving. They're at the 42. Uh, first and 10 from the 42 as they have the football. But like we were discussing, uh, the 49ers seem to have the momentum. And then they get a touchdown. Things are even now. And even though they have their backup quarterback in the game, Josh Johnson in there for the 49ers, Brock Purdy on the side. Yeah, absolutely. And the Eagles driving right now have been helped out by a few penalties as the the 49ers defense has just been playing absolutely lights out. Right now, hands to the face extends this drive, an automatic first down for the Eagles. But they've just been... Jalen Hurts has had a lot of time to throw, but the coverage by these the secondary of the 49ers has just been absolutely lights out. Right now, the live line, the Eagles, minus six and a half. The total up a little bit, up 39 and a half, up from 36. All right, we're going to the, uh, the some Eagles points. continue to drive here. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just the, the Christian McCaffrey, he's been the entire offense. Josh Johnson hasn't been able to do anything. A couple check down throws and that. But but this has been Christian McCaffrey running the ball. Like you mentioned, he has been, he's got 55 yards now, only five yards away from hitting my uh, prop bet there. 55 yards on seven carries, one touchdown, an average of eight yards a carry for Christian McCaffrey. That long run there, like you mentioned, 23 yards. But he's he's been the story so far for the 49ers and this defense just continuing to cover the Eagles. The Eagles just look like they have, so ever since that first drive, 
they haven't been able to really put anything together. McCaffrey is also the leading receiver for San Francisco at the moment. Two receptions for 18 yards. When you look at the quarterback play, Josh Johnson is 3 of 6 for 27 yards. Uh, He's been sacked twice. Jalen Hurts for the Eagles is 9 of 15 for 74 yards. He's been sacked once. Miles Sanders leads the running game for the Eagles. Seven carries for 20 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Smith leads in receiving. One reception for 29 yards. And then A.J. Brown has four receptions for 28 yards. Not a whole lot of fancy stats for the skill position players, but you're right. It's Christian McCaffrey at the moment. His seven carries for 55 yards and the touchdown, including that 23-yard touchdown run to even things up 7-7. But yeah, this has been to me, this has been a story of two things, right? It's Josh Johnson. It's Brock Purdy going out. Josh Johnson having to come in as the backup to the backup to the backup to the backup. And this <laughs> 49ers defense keeping them in this game. We talked about it after Brock Purdy fumbled the ball when it was a it was we thought it was a dropped interception ended up being ruled uh, an incompletion that was overturned for a fumble after Nick Sirianni challenge he hurts his elbow we said if the Eagles go up 14 nothing that might be the game but the 49ers defense just punt after punt after punt and now the game is tied and this is classic Shanahan just bully ball we're gonna run it down your throat like we have before with Christian McCaffrey they showed a stat up there earlier this team is 12 and 1 since Christian McCaffrey was added to the roster. And that's insane. Like, he all of a sudden, we had Fat Jack on, on Friday. He was like, it's like he's not hurt anymore all of a sudden, right? He used to be banged up all the time, and all of a sudden, healthy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, with a team trying to win. Huh. Oh, fascinating. Interesting. But now, yeah, he's been the story of this game. The Eagles now driving. They're on the 40-yard line, driving uh, tied at 7 first and 10 with about two just over two minutes left in the first half of this game so we'll keep our eyes on the nfc championship game now at around uh 145 this afternoon we were on the air black abdallah tyler aki and charlie bevins both producing today's show and all four of us selected five prop bets for this game eagles and 49ers uh and we're keeping track of the 20 prop bets that we are uh keeping our eyes on for this game 49ers and the eagles so Guys, with my uh, prop bets at at, a mo- at the moment, it seems as if uh, the Brock Purdy completions over the 19 and a half, it, it seems like I'm in trouble. I'm yeah. in deep trouble with that yeah. one. <laughs> I think you're in trouble on that one. I also said to you, uh, you know, Fletcher Cox to record a sack. It seems like the Eagles defense yeah. is going to sit back and try to stop Christian McCaffrey. And if you if Josh Johnson is going to beat them, so be it, right? So I think that maybe later in the game, if they go up a few touchdowns here, if they if they start to put it together, but I think they're going to sit back and kind of let Josh Johnson throw if he needs to. But this, they're going to put everything in their resources to stopping Christian McCaffrey in this run game. So Fletcher Cox getting a sack for you might be a little iffy. It might too. be tough. Uh, the Eagles do have three sacks already. Reddick has two, and then uh, Hargrave has one. So. Maybe I luck into that one, but you're right. That That's, uh, at the moment, not looking great. I also have two running props on Jalen Hurts, and his rushing stats are not good at the moment either. No. Uh, Hurts has four carries for minus one yard. I have his over on rushing yards at 46 and a half. And I also have his longest rush. I assume that if he gets to the 46 and a half, 
he would have his longest rush be at least 13 and a half yards. I have the over on both. Not looking good at this moment. But you do have Devontae Smith to have the most receiving yards. He has 29 right now, albeit on a dropped, most of them on a dropped pass. Actually, just the, the one on what should have been uh, a, a reviewed drop pass, but at the moment. And he has had a couple drop balls. Like, he had one that uh, was very, what we thought was very well covered by Ward. They ended up giving him the uh, the pass interference there. But he, he was it was very well covered, and so you've, a couple of those go your way, you might see it because Brown's getting a little chippy. I don't know if you saw that in the in they came back from break, but Brown almost started doing some pushing and some shoving there too. My uh, prop bets look like this: Hurts with an anytime touchdown. Nope. McCaffrey is five yards away uh, from hitting the over rushing yards, which would be good. Most of it on that run, that touchdown run. And then he also has two receptions. So I need three more receptions from him to hit the uh, over five and a half. I've got Samuel over two and 28 and a half uh, rushing yards as well. Debo Samuel. And he only has four rushing yards right now. So that's I need I need a few more of those. And then. Brock Purdy under 218 passing You're yards. You're looking good there. You're looking I'm good. So far, looking good uh, there as long as he does not uh, come back into the game. Maybe he, he you know, finds some new life. Maybe he switches an elbow with someone uh, during halftime and comes back out. But as of right now, that one's looking pretty good. And Tyler Aki has the first winner on the board today. Miles Sanders, first touchdown scored at plus 390, cashing in. Uh, Tyler, how, how are you feeling on your four other bets at the moment? So uh, McCaffrey, 40-plus rushing yards, I, or 40-plus receiving yards I have. He's at 18 right now. But I think you're going to get a lot of screen passes. And I think he could really mm. chip away there um, sure. and get some of that. Ayuk, 50-plus receiving yards. I'm not feeling that great about that one. He's only got 10 right now. And um, with Josh Johnson in the game, I don't expect that to be a, a big thing. The Quez Watkins uh, over 14 and a half receiving yards. I mean, that just takes one throw potentially. So yeah. um, that that's not dead. And uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have to throw still against this 49ers defense. And then George Kittle over three and a half receptions. He has just one now, but he might be able to get a couple with Josh Johnson. So sweating that one out. Charlie, how are you doing with yours? I'm doing pretty good. My, uh, my Kenneth Gainwell over 21 and a half rushing and receiving yards just hit. Oh, all right, right. we got another winner. So, yeah, second feeling, one on the board. Feeling, all right. Uh, Devontae Smith, anytime touchdown. The game script probably isn't going the way you want it to uh, for me. Mm. He only has two targets so far. But, look, they're in the red zone. That's it, It's one of those things like anytime, any, it takes one throw. Nick Bosa, still no sacks. We're looking okay there. And then Gold, uh, the kicking points over six and a half i mean well i'll give you credit for that one charlie because it is low scoring at the moment yeah. and you would imagine as the well, game he's got one he's got one yeah so, so you just need two, more, two more two more field two goals. more field goals boom so and then you know cj Gardner johnson that went a long shot but uh we're 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 feeling okay the boss okay. one was dicey yeah. it was close it was yeah. a tackle for that one a loss. has been a roller coaster so far <laughs> yeah, today that's that's a fun bet that's a sweat you've got the you've got a dry fit on right now because that is a sweaty bet my friend i got this man dry i got an airism on from uniqlo <laughs> <laughs> the the play that we were talking about uh nick bosa gets jalen hurts in the end zone but he was running on the play so it's not a sack it was a rushing play for loss mm-hmm. for Jalen Hurts. So the no sack still alive for Bosa and for Charlie. I think as, we're going to uh, get a lot of these. I think we're going to get a lot of these in the good? second half. Yeah, they're, we're going to say we we're going to end this show by saying they had us in the first half. I don't know. I, then, I, feel, I feel like my uh, my list is terrible, but uh, <laughs> I feel like you, I've got faith in you guys as uh, we take a look 
at the 49ers and the Eagles NFC championship game. We're under two minutes in the second quarter and uh, Philadelphia just put one in the end zone as well. So Philadelphia uh, extra point pending. It looks like it is another Miles Sanders touchdown for the Eagles. So Miles Sanders left in 13 yards untouched into the end zone 13-7 with a minute 36 left in the second quarter extra point pending for the Eagles to go up seven yeah and if you're looking right now our total keeps going back up back up down and then back up if you if you tried to short this total sorry (laughs) it's over 43 and a half right now and then the live line right now is the Eagles take a 14 point lead the Eagles now minus eight and a half uh, on this the 49ers will get the ball here. They have a chance to go two for one, the 49ers. So we talk about that all the time. The 49ers have a chance to tie the game here with about a minute and a half left in in the first half, and then they will get the ball back to start the second half of the game as the Eagles scored on their first possession. But that was the first time, and that drive, Chris, three times on third down, this drive was extended by penalties by the 49ers. So say what you want, bad officiating, Bad discipline by the by the 49ers. Whatever you want to say is bad fishing. It is what it is. This drive was extended because of penalties. 14 plays, 75 yards, 6 minutes and 53 seconds off the clock. 14 to 7. Eagles with the lead. And we, uh, like Adam said, a minute 36 left. Two-minute drill for a backup to the backup, backup quarterback. Josh Johnson in the 49ers. With that said, San Francisco has all three timeouts, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Eagles 14, 49ers 7, and San Francisco will get the ball uh, coming up under two minutes to play in Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. This show is called Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one Sports book. We'll continue to keep our eyes on the 49ers under two minutes with the football and the NFC Championship game. We're also previewing the AFC Championship game. Burrow, Mahomes, Bengals, and Chiefs. We'll have more football for you coming up next. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You want to win money during NFL Championship football? It's Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, bringing you the latest and best bets through it all. Brought to you by FanDuel and Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Want to bet with Black and Abdallah brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Hanging out with you, talking football on a Sunday. My favorite Sunday of the football season. I think you, you get two great games. I like celebrating the conference champions as well. And the, the Super Bowl is fantastic. But it's just, it's a lot of non-football stuff to get to some football. Where today, it, it's almost primarily all about the football. Whether it be a uh, the preview, pre- preview of the games, uh, everything that kind of goes into it. It feels like today is straight about football, where the Super Bowl is kind of more about the other stuff. Yes, absolutely. These we, This had the potential to be a very good game, and I think that... 
Johnson being in this game, Brock Purdy being injured, wearing okay whatever they... Yeah, well, listen, I'm watching the game, I'm talking to you, I'm watching the game, I'm talking to you, as there has been a fumble in the game. The Eagles have recovered the ball, and now the Eagles have the ball with a minute 10 left in the first half. They could go up 21-7 to here. We've said this before, if you go up two touchdowns, that might be it. But again, this 49er defense has been able to hold. So far, the game has been entertaining, despite... The backup to the backup to the backup to the backup being in. Brock Purdy goes out. This 49ers defense has maintained this football game, them and Christian McCaffrey. It's been a two. It's been the, the defense of the 49ers and Christian McCaffrey, and that's been it so far. Yeah, so the 49ers get the football back. It's 14-7. They, uh, I believe they got it back with a minute 36 left here in the second quarter. First and 10, uh, and uh, Debo Samuels, gets a reception for 11 yards and it seems like the 49ers are on their way and then josh johnson fumbles the next play recovered by reddick and philadelphia has the ball now they're moving uh down the field so a minute 11 left in the second quarter philadelphia with the lead 14 to 7 you know we're we're going to preview um as we uh creep towards Four o'clock, about an hour and a half out for the AFC Championship game. We'll continue previewing the AFC Championship game uh, as we go along here on the show. I did see a story earlier today that I thought was interesting because Adam Schefter on ESPN.com earlier today was reporting on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Story is the team, uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are at a crossroads as a trade remains possible. This is from Adam Schefter earlier today. An off-season trade of Aaron Rodgers remains an option for the Green Bay Packers for a variety of reasons, league sources tell ESPN. A scenario that once seemed unthinkable, a Rodgers trade could be driven by financial reasons, the state of the Packers franchise, and ultimately the feelings of the team and the star quarterback. League sources believe the franchise prefers to move on from Rodgers, just as it did with Brett Favre. Those sources also believe that Rodgers is well aware of the Packers' feelings on the situation. So this is new from Adam Schefter earlier today in regards to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Now, the thing that I continue to go back to revolving around this situation is, isn't Aaron Rodgers making a ridiculous amount of money, which would then hurt the Packers if they moved on from him? But the article from Adam Schefter kind of goes through that the Packers overall, as a franchise, are at a at a bit of a financial crossroads where not only do they owe money to Aaron Rodgers, but they have a backup quarterback who needs a new deal. They have a bunch of guys who are very close to Rodgers, like Randall Cobb, uh, Mercedes Lewis, uh, Alan Lazard, M- Mason Crosby, who are all to be free agents. And then also uh, Aaron Jones has a cap hit of $20 million that kicks in. Mm-hmm. So so there's a lot of things that kind of go into this where originally I thought it was a no-chance situation because of Rodgers and the amount of dead cap space that would be required to, to move him. But it seems like because the Packers are in such dire straits as far as financials on this roster that perhaps maybe moving off of Rodgers and kind of doing a quick refresh, a, a start over for uh, Green Bay with a new quarterback might be the ideal way to go. It, I was surprised to see this from Adam Schefter today. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, if he doesn't want to play for you, you're not going to not trade him. You're at a point now where you're probably just sick of this. I'm sick of it, and I'm not a Packers fan. I'm sick of every year, the past few years, 
with Aaron Rodgers, and the same goes for Tom Brady. Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> I-, I thought that you were supposed to be the anti-Brett Favre. Like, you were going to be, like, you're set. You love playing football. This is what you're going to do. No, I've had a life-opening experience. My third eye is now fully open. Your what? And my third eye is now fully open. Where is that third eye? It's somewhere. <laughs> Depends on the person. I think, sure. I, I think we know where Rodgers is. Oh, okay. Is, 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 is. All right. Uh, so, I, I'm just sick of it. Just trade him and be done with it. Because if I'm the Packers, I'm sick of this dude holding my franchise hostage every single offseason. What are we going to do? Are we going to are we do it? Should we should we try to sign a bunch of, of wide receivers? Should we make some moves to try to better this offense because he's going to be here? Or should we should Jordan Love start getting these reps? Should he start prepping this week with these wide receivers to become the face of this franchise and the future of this franchise? What is Jordan like? Do we even know what he is at this point? I would just be just trade him. You want to go? Fine. I don't care how much it costs me. I'll figure it out. Teams figure out the, the, the financial things all the time. We'll figure it out. We've got good accountants and all that kind of stuff to manipulate the cap and whatever we need to. Trade his ass. Get him out of here because I'm sick of doing this dance every single offseason. Uh, the article says the Packers have to decide on Jordan Love's fifth-year option uh, that would be worth roughly about $20 million guaranteed by May 1st. Uh, so... And, you know, Schefter goes on to mention, like, love flashed in mop-up action, but he hasn't really played. Like, as a Packers fan, you don't really know what you're getting into uh, with what uh, you have with Jordan Love, but he is cheaper. So if you feel like your roster is being uh, pinched because you have to spend so much money on one player, maybe you can revamp in other spots and then go with Love, who is a cheaper option. I, I was just surprised, like... It's not surprising to me if Aaron Rodgers wants to move on and go somewhere else. What is surprising to me is that the Packers realize the situation that they're in and that they're not going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. So mm-hmm. they need to cut their losses and get out of this contract and move on to then try and get back to the weekend that we're watching right now, championship weekend between uh, the team, the four teams that are still standing. At a certain point... The cost of having him on your roster, and I don't mean financial. I mean the what's he going to say on Pat McAfee's show? What's this guy going to do in the off season? Is I he going to come in? Skip the quotes in yeah. the story about the the punter podcast. But my yeah. my point is that like, I know Aaron Rodgers is good. I know he's he's a Hall of Famer. I get that. But at what point are you just like, dude? I don't care. Like I just don't care anymore. Right. I don't care because Every at a certain at a certain point, your franchise has to just say it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me. Like, we'll be fine. If we miss the playoffs for another year, big deal. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Because b- making our franchise better for the future and not just clinging to hope year, year to year to year, but trying to make your franchise for the next great run, right? You had a great run with Brett Favre. You had a great run with Aaron Rodgers. Now it's time to set up your franchise for the next great run because you're looking at Justin Fields and saying, well, the Bears have the number one pick. They could turn that into multiple first-round picks. They could be a team that's on the rise. The Lions don't look like they're going anyway, away anywhere. They're the team that knocked us out of the playoffs this year year from getting into the playoffs this year the vikings are still a team that could win i mean the vikings won 13 games this year i know they were a fraud i get that but they still won 13 games this year right the eagle the 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 vikings still might win a ton of games so you're looking at this times like look it might be time for us to just move on and set ourselves up 
for success for the rest of for the next 10 years, the next 10 year run of the Green Bay Packers. I, I would imagine this is a story you're going to hear a lot about over uh, the next week. I know that that there will be previews for the Super Bowl to be had this week, but I would imagine this Rogers Packers story from uh, Adam Schefter throughout the week will get a lot of traction. All right, Abdel, we are heading to halftime, and how about this for Philadelphia? We mentioned the turnover, the fumble from Johnson, uh, giving the Eagles the football back with a minute and 11 seconds, first and 10 from the San Francisco 30. The Eagles go on a three-play drive for 30 yards, 55 seconds, and they score a touchdown. Boston Scott right end for 10 yards. So the Eagles take the 21-7 lead. Uh, San Francisco gets the football back for one last attempt with 16 seconds left. They basically throw a couple of short passes that amount to nothing. But as we head into halftime, Philadelphia up big, 21-7. to As if you're a 49ers backer, things are looking dire now, which was amazing because under two minutes, you were in this. Mm-hmm. And we were just a, we were talking with Tyler during the break how it felt like with the end of the second quarter into the third quarter possession where San Francisco could double up, that maybe this is an opportunity for them to take control of the game. Now, right now, if you're looking at live betting this right now for the game, the Eagles are a 16 and a half point favorite right now. This total now up to 47 and a half. And what I'm doing, Chris, right now, I'm scrolling over in my FanDuel app and I'm going and I'm clicking on second half and I'm going to second half. And I'm clicking half. Second half, and I'm clicking on second half total, and I am placing an over bet on 19 and a half. I think we're going to get three touchdowns in this second half, whether it's two Eagles from who? I think we're getting three touchdowns in this in this so second you, so half. Do you think this is going to be a complete blowout situation? Not necessarily. Did they did they grease the poles in Philly? You got 28 points or, in yes. the. You got did tw- they grease the poles? We got 28 points in the first half of this game. Yes, we're getting three touchdowns in the second half. I am live betting this. Over 19 and a half. I'm getting three touchdowns in the second half of this game. Right now. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Add it to my prop sheet. Right now, uh, the spread at halftime is 16 and a half points. Uh, so if you are a 49ers fan, you think that they could keep it close. You're getting 16 and a half points now at halftime. And plus 1,100 on the money line. If, mm-hmm. you, if you have faith in San Francisco and coming back with their backup quarterback, Josh Johnson, uh, there you go. But wow, the how this turned so quickly. Yeah. Three plays, the Eagles score, boom, right in the end zone. And he, Jalen Hurts hasn't looked good today. Yet uh Philadelphia up 14 at halftime. Now, if you think that the 49ers are gonna come out and score, your fifth touchdown score, as we are now moving on to the fifth touchdown of this game, the yep. fifth touchdown score, so live betting. The next touchdown score. It doesn't have to be right away. It doesn't have to be that first drive. It could be the second drive, third drive, whatever. Of the second half, Christian McCaffrey, who I gave out as an anytime touchdown score right before he scored, was plus 120. He is plus 500 to score the next touchdown. Jalen Hurts is 7-1. to A.J. Brown is 8-1. to Debo Samuel is 9-1. to So if you think that Christian McCaffrey is going to come out and keep the 49ers on his back, and get to score the next touchdown. That is five to one right now. Jalen Hurts to score the next touchdown. I need a Jalen Hurts touchdown like I need air right now. We'll recap. Seven to one. We'll recap the stats from the first half between the Eagles and the Niners. Eagles up twenty-one to seven. NFC Championship game. It's Black and Abdallah. Want to bet? 
Join us. Bluck and Abdallah, we're brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. We're prepping for the NFL championship games and keeping you company during the games. It's Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah. Brought to you by FanDuel and Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Finally remembered, Peacock. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what? The what pe- happened? The, the Peacock what show. What just happened there? The Peacock show is Poker Face. It's very good. I finally just remembered <laughs> the show I you watched. You know we're yesterday. on the air, yeah, right? I know. I listen. If it comes into your mind, I don't want to lose it again. <laughs> That's incredible. I watched right. two episodes of Poker Face. It was really good. Here's my question, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a lot of reading up on this show. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it more like? Uh, looper or is it more like knives out no <laughs> it's not like either of those okay so it's neither of them it's neither of them i mean it, it's it's a and, mystery and it's, I'm, it's i'm from what wrote what i read is it's self-contained episodes kind of so the, it's not the episodes are self-contained but there's a common theme running through all of them okay so like each so she, so each case is wrapped up in an episode, but sure. there is a constant theme that begins in the first episode. Or a storyline that goes yeah, throughout. That goes throughout. So it's yes. not quite like Law and Order, but it's kind of like Law and Order. Kind of, yeah. There's a common, yeah, yeah. There is something that's constant, but it's very so far two episodes, very good. Highly recommend. All right, and that's uh, on Peacock. That's yes. Poker Face. Yes, Poker Face. Okay, right. Uh, okay. One event with Black and Abdallah brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're at halftime in the NFC Championship game. We'll also preview the AFC Championship game here on the show. The Eagles lead 21 to 7 at halftime. And it, it was, it seemed like a low scoring, tough first half until the, the final minute, two minutes of the first half, mm-hmm. where the Eagles put two touchdowns on the board and they lead 21 to 7. Uh, the, the major news from San Francisco in this half is that Brock Purdy was in the game for the opening drive. He got hurt elbow injury, and Josh Johnson has been in ever since. He went 5 of 9 for 51 yards in the first half, two sacks uh, for 14 yards. The Niners were led in rushing by Christian McCaffrey, seven carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Debo Samuel leads in receiving for the 49ers, three receptions for 33 yards. For Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts has 13 for 19, 97 yards, no touchdowns, sacked once. Miles Sanders has 10 carries for 39 yards and two touchdowns. Devontae Smith leads in receiving for the Eagles, 29 yards on one reception. A.J. Brown has four receptions for 28 yards. Not a lot of air yardage in the first half. Some good rushing performances, namely from McCaffrey, and then the two touchdowns from Sanders and the Eagles. They lead 21-7 to at halftime. Yeah, and I told you what I did. I went into my FanDuel uh, Sportsbook app. I made the bet of the second half over 19 and a half. I believe we are going to get three touchdowns. We got three touchdowns in one quarter, as Charlie pointed out to me. We did. That's exactly what we had. One touchdown in the first quarter. We thought the over was dead, but no, sir, the over is not dead as we got, we are going to get 
three touchdowns in this second half, I believe. I don't know if it's all going to come from the Eagles. I don't know if it's going to come from the Eagles or maybe all from the 49ers and we get a crazy comeback in this game. But the 49ers do get the ball when we come back as a 16.5-point live underdog in this game. All right, so at about 145 when we were on the air for the show, we gave out prop bets. Each of us here on the show gave out five prop bets. Black Abdallah, Charlie, and Tyler. So we all have five prop bets here on a sheet. We're uh, keeping track of these bets throughout the show. We all bet on them. And at the moment, my right now I'm 0 for 5. Uh, I, I still have hope, though, with Jalen Hurts. Hopefully he gets some rushing yards in the second half. I have the over rushing yards, uh, 46 and a half. I have the longest rush from Hurts being 13 and a half yards. I have the over on that as well. I'm looking terrible for this Brock Purdy completions at over 19 and a half. I think you can cross that off. I would imagine that's not going to win. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe he comes back in the fourth quarter if it's a close game and is like, nah, we got this. Uh, I doubt it. I'm going to leave it all on the line. On the season, he's averaged 18 completions per game and (laughs) and missing the majority of the first half, I think, puts me uh, behind the eight ball. Uh, Fletcher Cox, I need a sack from him. And then Devontae Smith, most receiving yards at the moment. It still looks okay. Yeah. Looks okay. Uh, Samuel has the most receiving yards with 33. Smith with 29. So I look okay there. Adam, how do your prop bets look at halftime? I, I need a, a Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown like I need air right now. I need it for my I need it for my prop bets, and I need it for my anytime, uh, for my no-sweat same-game parlay. But the best part about that no-sweat same-game parlay, Chris, it's a no-sweat. I'm going to get my money back if it doesn't hit. You can Boom. still make one for the AFC Championship game if you didn't make one for the NFC Championship game. Just log in, opt in, and make that no-sweat same-game parlay. So I've got that one that has not hit yet. I've got uh, Christian McCaffrey over 59 and a half rushing yards right now. He is at 55 rushing yards, so I just need five more rushing yards. I think he'll get that. I look okay there. I have McCaffrey over uh, four and a half receptions, too. He has two receptions now, and I think if they need to come back in this game, they're going to have to start throwing a little bit more, and so I think I'm going to hit that as well. I have Debo Samuel over 28 and a half rushing yards right now. He only has four rushing yards, so that could be out of the question for me. And I think I'm good on Brock Purdy under 218 and a half passing yards. I think I'm going to hit that one, so that one looks good for me. Tyler's on the FanDuel app. Tyler, what do you have? You already have a winner locked in. I do. Uh, so a little Purdy update, too. This is from Tim Kawakami from the San Francisco Chronicle. Purdy on the sidelines, but not participating in any warm-ups. Hmm. Doesn't is look he wearing like the he'll coat? Be. Is he wearing uh, the no, big coat? No coat details no from Tim. No big coat details. Well, then, I don't, I don't trust it then. All right, so here's what I have laid out. I hit on the either Miles Sanders or J- Jalen Hurts first touchdown score, plus 390. So that's in the bag. Um, Quez Watkins over 14 and a half receiving yards still doesn't have a catch. I'm declaring dead prop walking. I'm declaring one dead. Oh no! Dead oh, no. prop walking. Is Shane prop Orling listening? Walking. Brandon Ayuk, 50 or more receiving yards. Dead. I'm dead. calling it dead. Dead. Time prop of death. Walking. 355. Uh, he's got 10. He's got 10, but he's also got Josh Johnson thrown to him. That's dead fair. prop walking. That's fair. Oh wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy putting on the coat. <laughs> Wow, you just got faked out by the Fox cameras. No, there. no, no. I saw him putting He's on the coat. reporting news. I'm reporting that he put yeah. on the coat. He's on the Brock on the beat. Second half, uh, second half has beat. started. 49ers with the football. Um, I also have Christian McCaffrey, 40 or more receiving yards. Right now, he currently has 33. Or uh, No, he's got 18 right now. 
Um, and then George Kittle over three and a half receptions. He has just one. Chardog, how you doing? Charlie Bevins. We're still doing all right. Gainwell over 21 and a half rushing receiving yards. That one already hit. That was at minus 114. Oh. Devontae Smith's anytime touchdown. We're still waiting. I'm a little concerned about that because the Eagles have been doing most of their damage in this game on the ground. So we'll see if they kind of go back to the passing game at any point. Bosa, no sack. Still alive. Still looking okay. But that can obviously change at a moment's notice. Robbie Gold over six and a half points. I am officially worried about that one because the 49ers just can't even get the ball past the 50. And they can't settle for field goals anymore either. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see how that one goes. I, one of the reasons I liked it, though, is Shanahan is such a conservative play caller in decisions like that, but I don't know. We'll see. And then C.J. Gardner-Johnson recorded an interception. I feel better about it now that uh, Josh Johnson's in the game than Brock Purdy, but, you know. Plus 580. I didn't feel awesome about it going in. Now, it may have been a premature oh, game. No. Oh, no. You've got over rushing and receiving yards for Gainwell, right? Not yeah. just rushing both. yards? Both. Okay, both. I, thought, one and a half. I heard just rushing, so that's that's my fault. That's my fault. Wait, you're half listening to the show? I'm watching the game, too. Oh, okay. And I'm on Purdy Watch. All right. Uh, so, jacket Watch. Yes, Jacket Watch. Uh, Black Abdal. Presented by FanDuel. It's Wanna Bet right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago. We'll uh, keep our eyes on the 49ers and the Eagles. I will say this. Aside to all the prop bets we made, I did lock in the, the Eagles minus the two and a half before kickoff. So I'm riding that that number with the Eagles. I'm feeling very good as the mm-hmm. second half starts with the Eagles minus the two and a half. I did as well, as well as the over. I also locked in as part of my props, the second half over 19 and a half. That's on my official prop sheet now. It's not, I wrote it down. You so wrote it down. My, All right. It's okay. on my official prop sheet. So now we're sheet. up to 21 props yeah. for the show. Yeah. Here. Bluck and Abdallah, want to bet? Here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll preview the AFC Championship game, the Bengals and the Chiefs. We'll keep our eyes on the NFC, but we'll preview the AFC coming up next in two minutes. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.